Welcome to the Married Counselor Show, where we talk about love, marriage, family, and the business of life. I am Ron Lee. And I am Lexi Lee. We are married. To each other. And are marriage counselors by trade. Welcome to episode 3, 2015. Hey, Lex. Hey. What are we talking about today? Today, we're going to talk about the seven ingredients for an apology. That's probably a pretty good topic, uh, considering what we did last week. If you didn't catch last week's show, go on right now to iTunes, Married Counselors, and listen to that. It's a, it's really good. We talked about how to let it go. Last yes. Week. And now we're going to talk about the next step of letting it go, which would be actually coming up with the apology, which is a big thing. We do that a lot around here. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I'm just saying it, yeah. it happens. Well, I think before we talk about those seven ingredients for an apology, first we have to talk about what you need to do before you apologize. Okay, so... There's some prep work. Prep work. Go for it. (laughs) Well, the first thing you have to do is think about what went wrong. Did you do I opened my mouth, usually is where that would lead to. But is it that you actually did something wrong, or is it that somebody's feelings got hurt? You have to kind of think about... Both need an apology. And there's a difference. Yes. Because I can see that where, you know, you have to understand that it's not necessarily about you. Right, right. And being willing to apologize for hurting somebody's feelings, but not saying, I'm sorry if you felt hurt. Cause yes, because that, that doesn't be sorry. I'm sorry that you're just that way. Doesn't really work well. And uh, we see that a lot in, in this uh, in the office that when marriage men come in. I'm going to speak up when men come in. They sit down and they make the apology to their wife for bad behavior or about them and it's really not it's about it's about making it about the person that you're apologizing to and then owning up to your stuff that how you caused the damage right without placing blame on the other person when you say i'm sorry you felt hurt that's putting the responsibility on them you're not owning the responsibility right so you have to make it about them right exactly the other thing that you have to think about before you apologize is when's the right time to apologize it's not when they're trying to cook dinner or take care of the kids or um they just walked in the door there needs to be you know a good time just thinking through when are we going to be able to really talk about this and it doesn't necessarily have to be right then on the spot you don't Say things that are out there, then immediately go, I'm sorry, because it, it may not be felt. Yes. There may need to be that cool down time in order to allow that to. To come in and to, for it to feel genuine and to apologize. Genuine's a huge word. I like that word. Yes. Well, and, you know, for some of us, because we're not sure that we can apologize without rehashing the fight, because that happens sometimes. Um, no. You Sometimes it's helpful to write down your apology just to kind of rehearse it and practice it. But when you actually apologize, you need to do that in person. It doesn't need to be through a text or through an email because that doesn't feel genuine. No, and, and, and sometimes you lose, you lose a lot of stuff when you try to do it through a text. Now, about the doing it, I like to practice it. So a lot of the things that we'll do with a couple when they're not quite sure how to apologize and they don't have all the ingredients in there, which is what we're kind of talking about, make sure uh-huh. you have the ingredients is put a chair in front of you and kind of practice with an empty chair. And I know that's, that's Counselor 101, and I'm sorry. it's just I, I'm not going to apologize. It is Counselor 101. You do the empty chair. You say, you get the words out. You kind of rehearse it a little bit to make sure that, that it's going to be heard, especially if it's a biggie. Right. Exactly. If it's a big it, oops. So 
Now I think that we're ready to get into what are those seven ingredients for apology, but you know what? What? I need a cup of coffee first. Let's go get a cup of coffee, uh, listen to this, and we'll come right back. Do you want Ron and I to partner with you and your spouse for one-on-one counseling? Then give us a call at 682-514-9225 and make your appointment for a happier tomorrow. Maybe it's difficult for you to get to the office. So we have online couples counseling. Couples don't have to be in the same room or the same city for that matter. You don't have to make big arrangements with the babysitter. Don't have to share a screen and we're totally HIPAA compliant. We are licensed couples therapy specialists. Give us a call 682-514-9225 and get started today. And we're back talking about the seven ingredients to an apology. Uh, The first thing that you want to do is you want to start off with what went wrong. Um, You want to begin stating not only what you did, but how it must have felt for the other person. Now, you don't want to include ifs or buts in that. or Right. But. I'm sorry, but if but, you hadn't have done this. Right, that, if, <laughs> if you weren't so cattywampus, if you could make up your mind, if you would just pick your shoes up and put them, if you would throw your underwear somewhere close to a hamper. All of that sounds familiar. Anyway. <laughs> Don't go there. You just begin by stating what went wrong and the feelings your words or actions caused. That's where you start. And you want to use clear statements, uh, direct statements. I'm sorry. I'm sorry doesn't work in today's society. And we see people do it all the time where people, men are going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And it just doesn't mean anything. Sorry is, I'm sorry you got upset, but I'm not sorry for my actions. So what you want to do in, in this step is you want to be sure you're apologizing for your actions. And like Lexi said, you're not apologizing because somebody was offended because of your actions. Right. But including I'm sorry in there, just that it can't stop at I'm sorry. Right. I don't even like the word I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you, you know, don't like that, but I'm sorry. I, I prefer I, I apologize because it sounds more it's deeper, I don't know, richer. Um. Well, and some people, you're right, I'm sorry is meaningless. And that's why you need to attach those um, those feelings with it, right? Um, I'm sorry that I hurt you. It hurts my heart mm. to know that mm. I hurt you, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, again, the more you go for the feelings that are involved the more sincere that apology is going The deeper sound. and richer it will be. Right. So the first step is start off with what went wrong. Then you say, I'm sorry, with that clear, direct statement. Then the third thing that you want to include, the third ingredient, is that you want to make amends. And what that means is if something needs to change, you figure out what that is and you work out a way to make it change. You don't necessarily want to tell the other person what it is that they need to change about themselves. That's not an apology. But I can't tell you what to do? No. Are you sure? Right. You have to own it and say what I'm going to do differently Okay. to make sure that this doesn't happen again. That's making amends. I agree. And so you just want to make sure you don't walk into that, that trap. I agree as well. <laughs> you don't want to tell them what they need to do. They have no. to come up with that on their own. Exactly. When you're apologizing, you're just talking about what you're going to do differently to make amends. The next step that you want to do is that you want to end with gratitude. What does that mean? 
you want to be sure that you are showing your spouse what you appreciate about them. Maybe that you appreciate that you could be having this conversation. You appreciate um, the relationship so much. You're so grateful for this relationship that you want to make it work. So you want to talk them up a little bit. Well, I don't necessarily like the word talk it up. Well, (laughs) I'm talking to the guys out there right now that you need to appreciate your wife and tell her the things that she's doing wrong because if you especially. Uh, or think she's doing right. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, maybe the argument was about something that you think somebody is doing wrong. And so somewhere in there you want to say what they're doing right. Yes. Without feeling like you're trying to manipulate things. You don't want to feel like you're manipulating things. But you do want to express that that gratitude and how grateful you are for the relationship and for the things that you love about the relationship. Yes. Be patient. Be patient through this process. Uh, it, it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen quickly. Sometimes you want to, like I said, you want to give someone the opportunity to uh, relax. Let it die down a little bit before you come in with the apology. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason that I'm he's going, you're giving me a funny look. I'm giving you a funny look. You skipped a step. What, request forgiveness? Yes. Well, You, you were, have to actually ask. You were taking you too long me? to get there. So oh, did I step <laughs> on your line? I'm sorry. <laughs> See how that doesn't work, guys? But it can be very easy to overlook. It was a perfect example of how easy it is to overlook actually asking for forgiveness. You can't just say, oh, please forgive me. You have to say, you know, please forgive me for, you know, this way that I hurt you for this thing that I did wrong. A lot of times when people are apologizing, all they say is just forgive me, right? Please forgive me. But at the same time, it's an important step with all these other ingredients, when you say, I'm sorry, that you then ask, can you forgive me for this? Request a forgiveness. Yes. I agree. And then be patient. And then be patient. It took a long time. I had to be patient to get that patience out. So with that, like I said, just give them time. Let them think about it. Let them mull over. Give, uh, you know, don't chase someone through the house trying to apologize because they won't accept it. They have to be in that right state of mind. Things need to cool down a little bit. So give someone the time to do that. And just because you apologized in that moment doesn't mean that they're automatically ready to forgive you in that moment. It's like you said, sometimes it has to process some. And then the last ingredient that goes in this apology is that you stick to your word. When you said these things that you were going to do to make amends, you follow through on that. And you, if you say you're going to do it, then you do it. No returning back to the old way of doing things. Absolutely. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. Listen to this. We'll be back. Have you had the experience that one hour a week in therapy is just not enough time to deal with your issues? Do you want to see quicker results without spending months on the therapy couch? If that's the case, then an intensive weekend might be right for you. We can cater the weekend to your specific issues. For more information, you can find us at marriagecounselingdfw.com or call us at 682 514-9225. And we're back talking about seven ingredients to make a good apology. We want to include a few more tips. And the first would be thinking about your body language when you give the apology. You want to be sure that you are relaxed and that you have that humble body position. 
be sure you don't rehash at the same time. That happens a lot when people are apologizing and then all of a sudden the tempers flare back up and you're right back into it. And then, uh, you don't want to try to play the blame game. You don't want to be pointing fingers going, you know, because it really does. It, that's not an apology, guys. That's just kicking it all back off. That's that's you didn't get it all out the first time. And so sometimes in the apology uh, in the fight process, we have to make sure that we're getting it all out. Therefore, the apology seems sincere. Another good tip to remember is if you can pull the person aside so that you're alone when you're apologizing, public apologies lose a genuineness. So just like you want to, as we mentioned before, think about the best time to apologize, making sure that that time is alone time to where you can be sincere and genuine and you can show each other's heart. And then after you've apologized, you want to take some time for yourself so that you can process what it is that you really need to do to be different. What is it inside you that needs to change? Sure, we want our partners to change, but we have no control over that. We have to really think in what? terms. I oh, know. <laughs> I tried. I can't. I can't make you do what I want you to do. Wow. So since you can't control your partner, you need to internalize that and think about what in you needs to be different. Exactly, and then uh, you have to really mean it. When you apologize to someone, you have to be sincere about it. You have to uh, be in that place and, and you have to mean it. You have to make that eye contact. You have to be looking at them and going, I am so, so sorry that I didn't mean to hurt you and cover all the bases that we're talking about. And when you really mean it, it's going to be easier to not look annoyed or disinterested or angry during that apology. You're really going to come across as being genuine and sincere and humble. If you would like more from the Married Counselors, you can find Ron and Lexi at marriagecounselingdfw.com, follow us on Facebook, or subscribe to the Married Counselor Show on iTunes. This is Lexi and Ron wishing wishing you a happy happy day. day.